Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as we're covering. Uh, we have a little bonus coverage for you. Scotty Melvin was able to get to uh, a game and see some Hawks take on some Wolves to tell our listeners about the action. Okay, so I arrived just after uh, the game had started. It was the top half of the first inning, and the Hawks had already got two runs across, so I didn't see how that happened, and I was curious how it happened. Uh, maybe someone can fill us in. Um, but because Winfield's pitcher had great control through strikes, um, it kind of reminded me of watching uh, uh, Bo up there at Sigourney. He, he just threw strikes, and, and he struck out some batters. He wasn't super overpowering, but he – hit his spots all game long, um, let his defense back him up. And that was kind of a, kind of some of the, the, the problem for the Wolves too. They did have a couple of costly errors in the game out in the outfield, which you know how disastrous that can be. And uh, that's where they dug their hole. It, it, but outside of a couple of errors, they, they played really well, but they just, they got in a hole and they couldn't quite get over the hump. Ended up losing four to two. Yeah, when you're playing the outfield and you don't have a lot of experience, it's just all kinds of different things. You know what I mean? Say you're playing right field, you know, well, all the right-handed batters are going to slice the ball to you, and that's difficult. You know, there's different yeah. rotations. There's, You know, it's, it's really – it just takes a lot of practice to get the reads on. You know, and then if you're, you're you know, you're playing right field and the, and the batter's left-handed, now, now he's pulling the ball to you. So the ball is going to take a totally different trajectory. But like you say – if the ball gets past the infield, oops, we got a guy on first base. Ball gets past the outfielder, oh baby, you know what I mean. So that, and that happened twice. One was a was a I believe it was a pulled ball um, that was fairly routine to left field, um, and it got by the uh, the left fielder, and that was costly. And I don't remember how many runs. I want to say one run resulted from that, and then later in the game, fifth sixth inning. Uh, the guy hit one to right, and it got by. I, it carried so well, I thought it was going to get out of there. But it ended up dropping just at the fence, and the, and the poor uh, center fielder there, he come over to get it. Couldn't get his hand on the ball trying to pick it up, and by the time he did and got it back to the infield, boy, that kid was in with a stand-up triple. I, I wondered if they were going to wave him home the way it was looking, but they held him up, and they, they batted him in uh, next batter. So that, that was where – the Wolves got into that four to nothing uh, hole, and they did climb back out of it. Got two runs in the in the bottom of the sixth, and came up to bat in the bottom of the seventh. Uh, worked uh, runners to first and third, and but they had two outs, and uh, they tried to steal second to put that other runner in scoring position. And the catcher, to his credit, for Central Lee, boy, he gunned him down, and that was the end of the game. Boy, it, it sounded like it was an outstanding game, an exciting game, was it? It really was. It was, It was. you know, like I said, the Wolves got in that little bit of a hole there, but they weren't ever out of it, and I felt they pitched well. They've got some guys that hit the ball hard. Uh, the first baseman, Nick Crow, senior, he really impressed me. He he hits the ball hard. He hustles. He's got a great stretch there at first base uh, for the close plays, you know, and, and uh, the infield really impressed me. The outfield was good, too. Like I said, they had a couple of costly errors, but the defense, both teams, was really solid. Central Lee was super impressive. They had a uh, lanky tall lefty pitching and he same same deal he pitched strikes and he let his defense help him out and their defense was stellar they had one kind of minor uh error that i saw outside of that they fielded cleanly every time i was very impressed with the central league defense yeah let's let's talk a little bit about central league uh you know they're pitching their athletes the the, the way the team's uh run and organize what, what what was you seeing out of Central League 
you know, and I don't know as much about them in any sport just because they're, they're way down there and they're definitely in uh, they're definitely Southeast Iowa, about as Southeast as it gets. They're far enough away. I don't get to, uh, I don't get to, I don't get to pay a whole lot of attention to their sports. Um, so it was cool to see them in person on the diamond. Like I said, strong pitching, strong catching, strong defense. They um, were very timely with their hitting, and they did show a little bit of power. I didn't see any home runs yesterday, but like I said, there was some pop on on a couple of, of hits that got jettisoned to the outfield there, and uh, they they were just solid top to bottom. Um, and I think they've only won. I think this is their third win. I'm assuming they probably have played some tough competition because they look to me like they they're going to win some some uh, fair amount of games this year. Well, the team that doesn't, you know, that makes the least amount of mistakes has won every game we've seen uh, so far. That's what, I, that's what I was saying. It was running through my head all, all night uh, when I saw, you know, Winfield. Just, you know, a pair of errors that just were real costly. It's kind of the same thing we talked about up at uh, Kyoto. Well, how far of a drive is that to Winfield for you? What's that? How far of a drive is that to Winfield for you? Winfield's in my backyard uh, from Crawfordville here. We we live in the Waco School District, um, but Winfield's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Of 50, and that's one of your favorite. Minutes. That's one of your favorite places to see a game, isn't it? It is, uh, especially football, because uh, <laughs> I know Coach McCarty said sometimes the PA announcer, you know, he he may talk a little too much, but I, I enjoy that. The atmosphere there is great. Um, Winfield's got a lot of tradition. In sports, I, I heard about those guys when I was growing up in Illinois. When you know, back when Clay and, and Jess were playing basketball there, so it's it's always been uh, a small school that I've been fond of since I've lived in Iowa. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Wolves team. Uh, you know, just give us some overall impressions. It sounds like they're pretty close to getting some wins. Yeah, I was hoping that uh, last night would be their first one. You know, you got to root for uh, a team that's in their first year of a shared uh, program with Columbus. And uh, that, that's a lot to try to get meshed together, especially, you know, in that first year, but they, they did impress me. I mean, the pitching was great. Um, the young man that started the game, Kale Phillips, he's only a sophomore. He also plays shortstop according to the roster. Um, he just threw strikes. And honestly, I think, I think if he had a little bit uh if you eliminated the errors in the outfield, because, you know, again, those are so costly. It, like you said, when, when a ball gets by an outfielder, it's it's about as bad as it can get. And and it only happened a couple times, but it was uh, bad timing for the Wolves. Outside of that, this, this would have been a very low-scoring, tight game all the way through. He uh, did a great job. The third baseman impressed me. Um, his name's Andrew Brown. He's a junior. There was a hard hit ball, and I mean, it was right down the line, right to the third base bag. And he snagged that sucker, and I thought, hey, great play. He backhanded it, made a great play on the ball, didn't get by him. He's not going to get the guy at first, and he turned and gunned that runner down, and and it was not a slow kit. So uh, the pop that he had on that throw really impressed me. Um, the infield was solid all the way around. Nick Crow did a great job at first base, like I said. The outfield was great, too. Like I said, they did have a couple of errors, and they were just bad timing. Uh, you don't want to have those errors when there's other runners on. And uh, that's just the way it went. So they, they just fell short of getting that first win, but uh, I see it coming. They they seem to have a, a cohesive team, 
when they got late in the game, you could hear them in the dugout. They got really amped up in there for each other. That's what you like to see in baseball. There should be a lot of chatter, I think. Um, they seemed loose. They didn't seem down that they were behind or anything like that. And they made a they made a valiant effort. They just came up a little short. Well, you, you, you're describing a team that seems pretty scrappy. And the scrappy teams tend to win games down the stretch, don't they? Yeah, uh, and that's exactly how I describe them. Um, they were scrappy, and they 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 were you know mistakes happened, and I, I didn't see the typical thing, especially with teenagers. Sometimes the heads get down, and and it can snowball into some major disaster. It didn't go that way. They just kept battling, and uh, yeah, they're. They may not uh, have a lot of wins to show for it by the end of the season. I don't know. Uh, there's still quite a bit left, but they're they're going to get over the hump soon. I have a feeling. I think once once you get that win, you know things kind of snowball from there. But uh, anyway, t- tell me about the community support. Was there was there some support there for the game? So you're talking uh, very small school um, and Central Lee having a long drive, but they brought a decent crowd with them. I thought you know, uh, considering the the drive and it being a Wednesday night late game uh winfield had good support a lot of parents there a lot of i enjoyed seeing a lot of their uh, fellow students were there you know i don't know that uh kids that are in high school that don't play the sport you know that's something they're going to do on a summer evening or whatever but uh they there were quite a few kids there and they were hollering encouragement at their buddies that are playing on the field and and uh it was light and loose and uh yeah, it, the support was was there. It wasn't quite like being at a football game. There weren't uh, as many people, but that's uh, to be expected. Well, at least you know team's not you know struggling along. We get their their their, t- their teammates are supporting them, their classmates are supporting them, the parents and the and the community supporting them. So that'll that'll help. But let's talk about you know something that's uh, super important to uh, round guy uh, radio here, and that's the concession stand. Did you get a chance to get over there and get anything? I did, but it was only a soda pop. Um, with the, the crowd being kind of light compared to the ones uh, that we'd seen so far. And again, Winfield's a, a very small community. Um, they had a pretty good list. Uh, I did see a hot dog on it. I didn't see anybody grilling, but, you know, it was a Wednesday night. Uh, maybe if it was a, a more of a rivalry game or closer to the weekend where they're expecting more people, there may have been more to uh, – to choose from, but I wasn't disappointed. I got my diet Mountain Dew. You know, my my guy Adam Whitehead there. He's a diet Dew guy. So yeah. am I. <laughs> that <laughs> diet Mountain Dew is what drives the successful people around here, I believe. I think so. I think that may be the drink of choice. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Solon uh, played uh, Mid Prairie. They went to Mid Prairie and played, and they had a barbecue truck in there, and. Uh, Mid Prairie was able to 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 take down that Solon team, uh, you know, two A school get playing one of the fine, ath- you know, you know, there's fine athletes there in Solon. Uh, were you impressed with that win? Yeah, I was, and and I kind of expected it. I think Mid Prairie's kind of uh, around here. They're they've been kind of a gold standard of of two A sports excellence this year, and um, baseball they seem to not be missing a beat. Uh, Solon, uh, their record wasn't. Uh, bad, but not great. So I had this kind of feeling that Mid Prairie might have the edge in that one, especially being at home and everything in this rivalry uh, that they've got going there. And and they sure did uh, did right by their their home fans and, and won that one. And they had a mobile barbecue truck, so you know that's yeah. about as much motivation as you could probably possibly have. Now well, uh, another area team that had a stellar week was uh, Sigourney. 
Have you been keeping up with with uh, some of what they've been doing? Yeah, you know the baseball season it flies by so quick with so many games compared to some of these other sports that uh, we, it's hard to keep up. But it, you know, you look through Twitter and when Sigourney plays, Sigourney wins, and that's just the way it is. Uh, they've got a great team; they're undefeated so far. Their softball team seems to be rolling too. And I got to tell you, uh, the next time we get to a Sigourney game, I want to sneak over and watch some of that. They've got a pitcher that is just doing a whale of a job. I saw she had 25 strikeouts in one game that went to extra innings against a really tough team the other night. I can't remember who the opponent was, but I mean, they're doing it on both, both uh, the girls and the boys playing field there. So well, I, I, did exciting them, I, I kept looking at the scoreboard when they were playing Kyoto, the girls, and it was five, nothing, 10, nothing, 15, nothing. I mean, it was, and that game ended pretty quick. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They they got an arsenal of uh, unbelievable talent uh, on both sides of the field, but I, I saw that uh, I don't know who pitched, but they had a uh, uh, had to play a nine inning game, and the kids struck out twenty five batters in the nine innings. Yeah, their starting yeah. pitcher, yeah. and then uh, our friend Bo there, he had a grand slam uh, to end the game uh, against North Mahaskin. I think that was in the ninth inning. So. I mean, they're winning blowouts. They're winning close games. They're winning extra inning games. They're, you know, they're going deep into their pitching staff and they're winning games. You know, they're, they're winning with the first guy. They're winning with the second guy. They're winning with the third guy. They're winning with the bullpen. They're winning with the guys off the bench. I mean, Sigourney's – and they're, they're uh, ninth or seventh. I can't remember. But they're moving up. They're in the top ten. And yeah. Mid, Mid Prairie was number four before they beat Solid. So, uh I got to think both those teams are making a pretty good case to move up even higher in the rankings. Do you? I think so too. Uh, you know, of course it depends somewhat on who's ahead of them and what they're doing and, and all that. But yeah, the Sigourney has been uh, just outside looking in and now they're in there. And like you said, they, they're winning no matter what's going on in the game. And you got, you got to like that. That's a, a well-rounded team that finds ways to win it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a tight game, low scoring or whatever, or, or if they're giving up runs, which with their pitching staff is isn't going to happen a lot. But I've noticed in the games where you know the other team put the bat on the ball and and put some runs across, they're putting more runs. You know the Savages are putting more runs across, so they're well, just uh, the season's uh, the season's about halfway done or a little more. And uh, in order to really get to see all the teams, uh, Scotty and I are kind of uh, we're going to do some games together. We're going to do some games separate. Uh, I'm going to try to go to the Fairfield uh, to see Washington come into Fairfield and play tonight if the weather holds up. But I'll try to get to as many games as I can uh, between now and the regular season because I really do want to see all these teams and really appreciate your coverage. Uh, Scotty Mellon went uh, to Winfield last night. Central League came in to play Winfield. Uh, got to see an, another exciting game. It's It's always a quality night, isn't it, when we go see these games? Yeah, you know, I I haven't I've said it before. I haven't watched a ton of baseball in the last, gosh, I don't know how many years, but going to the local high schools and seeing the kids compete, it's no different to me than any of the other sports that I'm more uh, into or whatever. They, they're they fun to watch. They put out a lot of effort. The coaches are putting out a lot of effort. And, uh, there's, you know, they're representing their communities, and, and that's a big deal. What what else, Was there any other games that you kind of had an eye on this week that you wanted to let listeners know? Um, Friday night, uh, mid Prairie, I believe. Um, and now I can't remember who their opponent is, but it was a, another one that I was 
I'm probably going to be busy, but uh, it was one I was wanting to check out, and I can't remember who they were playing. You definitely want to get up home. there and see Mid Prairie. Uh, that's yeah. that's a must uh, uh, do. Um, but you know, I want to see all these these different games and different teams. And uh, I got uh, Lee Munts is going to come on for this week in baseball. Uh, we'll hear a little bit from him. So uh, um, appreciate you being on the show, Scott. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Melvin. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for listening to me ramble on. It's uh, it's good to get reacquainted with baseball. Well, it's the the athletes. Uh, we really enjoy watching those athletes. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, some of these baseball players really are showing us some athletic uh, ability, aren't they? Yeah, I, you know, it kind of reminds me. This is way off track, but uh, you know, when my my oldest son, he's a musician, and when he was in fifth grade and they played uh, uh, viola, I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be. Uh, a lot of noise it's not going to be high quality music and sometimes you think that when you're going to go watch teenagers play sports but it is it's high quality sports man i mean it's uh it's it's worth taking a look and everybody should get out there if they've got time and and uh support these kids because they're working hard and and they put on a quality show and they they appreciate the crowd it seems like to me i think so yeah they they do and and they feed off of it too and 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 i think young folks, the boys and the girls that are representing their communities playing sports. Yes, it's just sports or whatever, but um, that's a big deal that they put themselves out there like that. Being on stage, so to speak, is is not easy for anybody. And uh, they deserve the support. And it's nice to see that we have that in Southeast Iowa. Well, once again, I want to thank Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Uh, award-winning, Corwin Hinshaw is award-winning salesman of the year uh, He's he's really servicing the biggest area he's ever serviced. I mean, most of these trailer companies are under, and Corwin's still here, and he still puts in a, such a hard work. And he's seventy four years old. That guy works harder than anyone I ever met. And uh, because of his support, we're we're giving the we're giving the Southeast Iowa baseball uh, area baseball anyway uh, a a good a good bit of coverage. And uh, you know, I just want to thank him for helping us helping us do that. How about you, Scott? I agree, and uh, I don't know Corwin personally, but I appreciate his comments uh, when you have him on the show. And I'll tell you, there's some fixtures in Iowa that I can I can remember from when I moved back, or I should say, moved over here in the mid '90s, way back when. And uh, some of those things are Sigourney Kyoto football, Pekin football, and Henshaw trailers. <laughs> well, he's the one, you know, I mean, he's the guy. He, he's the guy in the community that's putting. Putting the money into the tractor pulls for kids. He's he's helping out with the high school sports. I mean, he's the most community minded guy. I mean, uh, and uh, he's like I say, he's his business is uh, par excellence in the trailer business. So, well, anyway, uh, we'll wrap this up. We'll keep you up on on baseball, and uh, the numbers are really great. People are really you know following baseball to us. So, appreciate you, Scott, and. Uh, We'll uh, we'll find out what games we can see next week. Sounds good to me. All right, Round Guy Radio with news you can use. It won't give you the blues. And thanks for listening. <laughs>